Welcome to Faith in Five, a weekly video devotional designed to discuss practical spiritual concepts in five minutes or less. I'm your host, Mark Vandella. Last spring, I had the opportunity to lead a premarital class, and there were about eight couples in the class. So week six is always a fun one for me, and it's always, I guess, a little awkward for the other people, because in that week, we talk about sex. So I usually leave it for the end, because I hopefully have built enough of a relationship by then that it's not as uncomfortable. But people just for some reason, we, we don't, we don't want to talk about it in healthy ways. Well, no, that's not fair. We don't want to talk about it, period. And I think some of it is because we don't know how to do so in healthy ways. But because I know that the topic is uncomfortable and it's difficult, I always kind of ask the easy question. I kind of lob, lob out the question of, okay, let's start with just culture. Like, what picture does culture paint for us when it comes to, to sex? What types of things are put in front of us? And so usually it's the simple things like, well, you know, it's everywhere. And the, the things that are painted in, in relationships is that you're having it as often as possible and with as many people as possible. And uh, there's a lot of things that portray that um, certain relationships are okay. There's even stereotypes within what the culture paints for us in terms of, of um, a man who has a lot of sex is a stud and, and a woman is, is not, right? But the unique thing about this last class, the reason I said this last class last spring that I taught was that this was the first time it came up. Uh, uh, one of the women in the class said, you know what? I think a huge piece of what the culture paints us is a false reality. Even though we usually think about it only in the way of, of sex and we only look at it, well, not only, but a lot of times, it's the man who's struggling with, with images, with pornography, with all those sorts of things. It's always the man that's struggling with it. But she said, I think we've created a false reality when it comes to romance. I think shows like um, Housewives or shows like The Bachelor, they create such a false reality of what it means to be uh, in a relationship and what it means to date that basically we've created these unfair expectations whether it's actual sex or whether it's the romance that, that steals a woman's heart, we've created such unhealthy expectations that it, we can't possibly meet them within our marriages. And so now we're to the next commandment, right? We're to the seventh commandment where the seventh commandment talks about do not commit adultery. Jesus says in Matthew, he says, if, you've, if you look at somebody lustfully, you've already committed adultery in your heart. And so again, if we're looking at what God wants from us, right? if we're looking at the underlying reasons of why did he give us this commandment, yes, adultery is horrible. It causes major damage in families, in relationships. It's just hurtful. But what is it about this commandment that God's getting at? I think it's two things. Again, he's after what's in our heart, but he also is after us respecting others. See, when we, when we picture this fantasy world of romance or even intimacy and, and, and sexuality, we're basically objectifying. We're, we're seeing those people as a means to an end. And when we let that into our hearts, it starts to erode. It starts to decay what God intended to be a really beautiful thing. A thing in committed relationships is supposed to be a thing that, that God is a, is a part of. And so when we allow those things in, it starts to paint a very different picture, a very selfish picture, a very selfish picture that is me trying to get my needs met. And I think that's what God's after in this, this adultery 
commandment. Now, I, I also, again, I don't want to make light of this. I know that a number of us have struggled with this, have faced it, have dealt with it in, in our own relationships. But moving forward, in your relationships, there's a couple things that I want you to consider. One is don't play with fire. I heard a sermon one time that they talked about the three things to do when you, when you are experiencing this, this burning flame start to show up, right? There's excitement in something new, and maybe sometimes there's excitement in somebody else. But one, don't play with fire. The moment you feel that little flicker, he said, literally, in your head, consider stop, drop, and roll. Hit the ground. Avoid it with the plague. Put the fire out as fast as possible. The second thing he said is don't talk to that person in terms of don't let them know. Don't go to them and say, hey, by the way, I kinda, I'm attracted to you and I think this. That fuels the fire, right? You're doing the opposite of stop, drop, and roll. And then lastly, do find somebody to talk about it, but just don't make it that person. Talk to a, a trusted friend. Find a professional like a coach or a therapist. Talk to them and let them know because just identifying it, calling it out, starts to, you, you realize that what's happening is you're painting a false reality that you're believing to be true and that allows that fire to burn. God wants you to experience true love, deep, rich love, and they, you, he wants you to experience the love that he created for you. So avoid it at all cost. Put out that fire. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to follow us each week, click here to subscribe. And if you want to take it a little bit further, click here for discussion materials.